Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. We are talking high school football with Scotty Melvin. Welcome program, Scotty. Hey, good afternoon, Dave. Well, I got Coach Lequa of the Columbus Wildcats. He's going to be our first guest to talk about this new schedule coming out. Welcome program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. All right. Well, uh, Scotty, what are your schedule-oriented questions about? Well, Coach Lequa, we already knew you told us you only got one non-district game and you got Mediapolis, so I'm, I'm proclaiming this uh, week one matchup, the premier game in Southeast Iowa this fall. Uh, for week one, um, you got the, what I think is probably the best class A team in you guys, Columbus Wildcats and Minneapolis, which is a great program. They've, they've lost a few players. They're bumped up the class this year, so you'll be facing a 2A team. Uh, was that was that the, the team that was at the top of your list, or did it go down? Uh, did they have to go down a little bit the list there of the state? Um, they were not at the top of our list, and we, we were not at the top of theirs either. We, we both had listed each other uh, further down the line, and I know that, uh, you know, from, from various emails from the state this last week, there was, um, you know, they they really put a lot of work into trying to, to get teams matched up as best they could based on those priority lists, and, and um, you know, it, it was difficult, especially with, with those two classes, or those two districts in Class A that you know, that only get the, that one week one non-district matchup. So, um, yeah, they, they weren't on our top of our list, but, but we did have them listed down. And, and like I said, they had us listed as well. But, uh, uh, you know, we, we definitely wanted to get a, a quality opponent uh, in that week one, um, and we certainly got it. So we, we can't be disappointed in that at all. We are going to have to uh... – uh, work with the uh, local aircraft to make sure there's no low flying vehicles over Minneapolis in case they have to punt. Uh, <laughs> that kid they got for punter, we was, I was watching him in soccer. And man, I mean, he can get the ball up in the air like he ain't never seen. I don't think. Uh, well, you know, hopefully I get to watch him punt a lot. I, that's all I can say. About well, it. <laughs> it's it's a thing of beauty uh, uh, when you do get to watch it. Uh, now they had a a, a a really good running back last year, and I believe is he at U and I? Who who was that, Scott? And, and what college did he go to? Anthony Isley, and yeah, he uh, was offered a scholarship. I believe he accepted to the University of Northern Iowa. Um, yeah, he was he was pretty special. And uh, you're losing one of your really good uh, uh, running backs too, aren't you, Coach? 
Yeah, you know, Tristan Miller is a senior, so we're, we're going to we're gonna miss him next year. And then, you know, Jeffrey Hillback as a quarterback. You know, I think Minneapolis has to replace their quarterback. They had a, they had a really good quarterback, the Egan kid. Um, so so they're in a similar situation in their in their backfield uh, as we are. Um, but they've they've got a they've got a lot of a lot of really good solid players returning. So um, and, and you know we do too. I like to think we've got a, a really good group coming back. But uh, we've got some some key positions that we've really got to fill. We'll go ahead, Scotty. All right, Coach Lake. Well, I'm looking at your uh, schedule some more here, and you know you got the district. Uh, what would say eight teams? I think. Um, Man, it, it looks to me like it shakes out pretty good. And this is way too early, but uh, the teams that I think are probably going to be the biggest challengers outside of you guys for the district title, you get them at home, it looks like. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it, you know, I, I guess I don't put a whole lot of stock in the home or away. I mean, it, it, it does matter. There's no question about that. Um, but at this point, it, it's, a, it's a very unique season when I, when I look at the schedule and the teams we play. Um, because, you know, you, you, you kind of, you have, you know, even the non-district, we haven't played Mediapolis in a while. You know, Columbus hasn't played in a while. certainly haven't played him since I've been uh, the coach. You know, Wapolo's got a new coach. Lisbon has a new coach. I believe L&M is getting a new coach. You have uh, a Danville team that is starting back up after a few years, uh, you know, joining other programs. Um so there's there's a lot of unknowns. Van Buren, you know, I don't think we've played them in four or five years. Um, so there's a lot of unknown right now, and, and and it's kind of exciting. You know, it's kind of neat to to really dig into some of these teams. And certainly, you know, there's there's not a lot you can do right now necessarily. But as the season comes around, uh, it'll be interesting to see what some of these teams are doing and, and how things shake out. Um, but. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm just excited that the, 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 the schedule's actually out. You can look at it now. Now you can really start wrapping your arms around things and, and moving forward. I know the boys are excited. You know, they saw the schedule, and, and you know, they they now have something to look forward to as well. So, um, but it, it's I think I think there's going to be a, a lot of competition in the district. You know, those those teams that get new coaches a lot of times that can light a fire. You know, that can get teams really really motivated. They're you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I constantly talk about uh, Coach Weber down at Peak, and I think he's doing a really good job. I think they're going to continue to improve. You know, Highlands, uh, they're in the second year of their coach, so you know they're going to be better. Um, so, uh, you know, Lisbon, they're, they're a team that's year in and year out. They're up at the top of the district. They're in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're moving their defensive coordinator up to head coach. Um, and, you know, they came down here last year. I think it was the first time Lisbon ever came down and played at Columbus, and we were able to, to get a W in that one. So, you know, they're going to be hungry uh, to kind of avenge that one. So I think it's going to be a real competitive district. Yeah. Well, uh, are you just losing those basic two key players, the quarterback and uh, Tristan? No, I, I mean, they, they were definitely very, very impactful on both sides of the ball. We had seven seniors, and, and honestly, they all contributed. I mean, we're going we're gonna to have to fill all seven positions. You know, uh, some of them might have gotten more reps on special teams, but they were vital in those roles on special teams. So, um, you know, our secondary uh, is, is, is losing a lot of guys. You know, a lot of those seniors were, were – 
you'd find them kind of back at cornerback safety or, or at least, uh, you know, if they were a linebacker spot, they would be out uh, in coverage a lot. So um, we're going to, we're going to really have some shoes to fill. You know, we, uh, Julian Jimenez is, is the one lone senior lineman that we'll have to replace on the offensive line. Uh, and he'll be some big shoes to fill there as well. But um, it, it isn't just, you know, Tristan and Jeffrey. Um, I know that they, they, uh, they put up a lot of touchdowns last year. So, you know that kind of gets noticed easily, but um, there's definitely all those seniors. We got we got we got some shoes to fill, and I and I think we've got some younger boys that are really uh, looking forward to to trying to be the one to step into those roles. Will uh, Russell Coyle be back? Yes, thankfully Russell will be back. Yes. Well, uh, I mean Scotty backed me up on this one. I think you know I, um, he was a player, uh, and I, I you just couldn't praise him enough. Uh, he is almost in the the league with the Drew Deers or something uh, around here as a really defensive standout. I, I call him uh, uh, Russell the Coil, uh, Russell's Coil, Cobra Coil. There, uh, um, uh, I, I really, I'm, I'm really impressed with him. Uh, uh, what about you, Scotty? I mean, how good is that kid? Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, Coach Lego, I, I'm, a, I'm just a fan of the stand, so I'm watching the ball. You know, I don't, I don't watch the play a lot. You know. Um, I, I wish I understood it better and, and, and did pay more attention. But every once in a while, somebody just stands out. And Russell was definitely one of those kids, man. I mean, he stood out out there when he was on the field. Not that the other kids didn't either, uh, you know, but he was just one that I, I couldn't believe how many plays I saw him make from, from the defensive tackle spot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just had to uh, spend a lot of time talking about him. He couldn't help it. Yeah, he, 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 he did. You know, I mean, a lot of times I don't think the defensive tackle – Quite, gets quite as many tackles as, as what he would get. Yeah, he he he's he's a tremendous player. He's just gotten better each year. You know, he, he played a fair amount as a as a freshman for us. You know, and uh, he's just continues to get better. He's a he's a good teammate. He's a, he's a very good leader. A very good leader uh, in, in the locker room and on the practice field. You know, I, I really, you know, I think. I, I felt he should have got some all state nod last year. I really felt that that, that was kind of. Uh, I don't know. You know, I know every coach feels that way about a player or two that gets left off the list, but I thought he was more than deserving to be an All-State player. But uh, we get him back for his senior season. Uh, I know he's ready to, to really roll. Um, you know, he's having a lot of fun and success in, in, in track right now, and as, as a lot of our boys are. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing his improvement even more so here into his senior year. Go ahead, Scotty. Well, just to piggyback on that, I mean, out of all the schools that I like to get around and watch, I'm going to try to make it some more this year if I can. But uh, I definitely got your first game pegged. Uh, it just works out to make a trip to Minneapolis there in week one on a Friday. But uh, you're lying outside of Russell. You've got the Zappians brothers. You've got uh, who knows who's coming up. you got Bryce Grimm. This is one of the biggest, strongest, most impressive lines especially in a small school i've ever seen and they're all so young and uh man it's just going to be exciting to watch them kids uh see what kind of leaps they've made from last year to this year i can't wait for it yeah i, I can't wait either I, that's you know you look at our offensive line and, and, and you know you you, you lump in the tight end spot with it of course uh, out of those six spots last year four of them were sophomores uh yeah. they were they were they're big they're they're very very good you know you mentioned zappy the zappy brothers etai and, and markel 
You have Bryce Grimm at, at, at tackle. Peyton White, you know, started every game at, at center um, and, and did an excellent, excellent job. Um, you know, Keaton Clark's another sophomore, another big sophomore, good lineman. He, he found himself playing a, a lot more on the defensive side. I think he get, he's going to continue to get better. You know, and, and you've still got Russell anchoring both both the offensive and defensive line. So, yeah, that's it's definitely a, one of our, our strong points is, is that offensive line, and they continue to get bigger and stronger. I know they've they've been very active in the weight room uh, throughout the, you know the winter and into the spring. And um, you know, I think uh, you get into the playoffs last year and you get pushed around a little bit, like we did at Grundy Center, and you. And you I think some of them younger boys kind of they saw okay that that's the level that we've got to play at uh, you know to get to the dome so um, you know good good learning lesson uh, you know in that game and, and they saw how how it, how much it takes the strength and, and the attitude and uh, I think those, those boys are hungry and they'll be back and and you know uh, hey you know like you said Mediapolis week one you, you, that's going to be a heck of a challenge right out of the gate but I think we need it so yeah. Yeah, it'll definitely get you ready uh, for a season. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about this next game with Wapolo. Uh, have they hired a new coach yet? I, I believe they have. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think he was a part of their staff last year. I, I Again, it's 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 going to be – we're going to have to get through week one and then start breaking down film immediately because I, I have no idea what they'll do. Um, you know, the Gustafson kid is, is – is, is, they'll be graduated. Ely's graduated. McDonough's graduated. Those were kind of their three, uh, you know – players that stood out the most on film. Uh, I know they have a, a, a solid group behind that, that that'll be returning. And, and like I said earlier, you know, with a new coach, a lot of times that can breathe some, breathe some, uh, some life into a program. Uh, and Coach Parsons has done a great job over the years down there. It's, it's you know, he's established something that I, I'm sure they're just going to continue to build on, even though there's a new role, uh, a, new pl- a new coach filling that role. But, um you know, I expect them to be competitive. You know, Waffle's been competitive year in and out forever, and they have good athletes down there. And uh, uh, like I said, we'll just have to wait for week one to come around to to, to kind of see what they're doing and, and move move from there. Well, I I know you said you don't you know put a lot of stock on whether it's a home or away, but uh, uh, Minneapolis cannot uh, uh, you know we know what kind of community they are and what kind of support they have. Uh, but talk about Wapolo. Uh, is it a little tough environment to go into? I mean, just traditionally, they're they're a pretty good team. Yeah, they're they are. They're they're very solid program. They have been for a long time. Like I said, uh, Coach Parsons did a really good job down there over the years. Um, and it's it's a nice it's a nice field. Um, it it kind of reminds me of, of our field in a sense. You know, it's very similar. Um, and it's a, it's a nice short drive. And you you know you got uh, county rivalry there. You know we're, we're uh, Swapo and L and M are kind of the, the three. We're the three Louisa County schools, so should be a good crowd from from both uh, both sides. You know that early in the season, um, you know nobody nobody really knows how good they're going to be. So I think there's going to be a lot of curiosity uh, on the both both programs' parts to see what, what what's going on, and I think that'll draw some interest from the fans. And uh, um, you know we haven't been down there. We didn't. They played us at home last year, so we haven't been down there for a couple of years. And the last time we were down there, they really beat the heck out of us. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the opportunity to go down there and kind of, uh, you know, maybe avenge that in a sense and then get a get a win in Wapala. We haven't done that. Well, go ahead, Scotty. 
Well, just a, a quick uh, little sneak peek, if you'll indulge me, Coach. <laughs> I know it's way early, but uh, you got Tristan Miller graduating, and we all know about the wing key attack that you guys run. Uh, obviously, Caden Amagon's going to be a feature back once again this year. Uh, he's no secret, but one kid that really impressed me last year, when he got his carries, was Riley Kaleberg. Are we going to look uh, at seeing him lined up next to Caden this year as the other uh, tailback? Uh, I, I would say it's a safe assumption. You know, I mean, certainly things can change yeah. between here, between now and August. Um, but but he was the the guy. You know, when Tristan broke his leg there in that Grundy Center game, he was he was the player that stepped in and he scored our only touchdown that game. Riley did so. Um, he he uh, he runs with a lot of aggression. He's he's fast. You know, he's on that four by one team right now that's just tearing up the track. Um, and you know, he's got good hands. He's smart. Um, and he got plenty. He, he did a heck of a job as our middle linebacker there on defense. Yeah. So he got tons of experience as a sophomore last year. You know, he's coming in as a junior next year. Um, I'm, I'm looking for big things for him, uh, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. So, uh, and I think he's ready for it too. I think last year he, he probably wished he probably would have carried the ball more. So uh, it's, it's just hard when you, when you got Tristan in front of you, you know. But uh, I'm expecting big things from out of this year, no question. All right, well, you got to let's talk about these couple of road games, and I really think these might be some of your your bigger battles in the conference, Lisbon and Pekin. Uh, uh, what do you what do you know about those teams? Uh, um, I think Pekin's losing one of their really good players. Uh, um, Long uh, is graduating, but uh, uh, I think they've got a, a talented bunch down there. So, uh, give me a little brief on those first two home games. Yeah, so we get uh, Liz in week three at home, and then week four peaking at home, and and you know, uh, I, like I said, Lisbon is just a traditional powerhouse team year in and year out. Um, you know, by that time we'll we'll be able to kind of have some film on them and, and see what they're doing. I would imagine it's going to be tr more traditional Lisbon type of stuff. You know, they 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 get some big kids, they get some really strong kids. Uh, you know, they've had a lot of speed the last few years. Um, I think I think we're probably even though I don't put a lot of stock home or away. I think we're probably fortunate to to get them at home um, next year. But uh, you know that'll that'll be a huge battle. I, I think that'll be uh, one of those uh, games that that's gonna give everybody a, a a peek into who's gonna be at the top of the conference. Maybe you know, uh, and that's not to discredit any of the other teams or anything like that. I just think uh, based off of, of last year, you know, that'd be kind of the the thought everybody would have. So, uh, and Pekin, you know, getting them at home, we went down there last year. Um, I think we came out, you know, it was, it was kind of the opposite. We played, um, Lisbon at home and, and got past them last year. And we traveled down to Pekin. And I think we were a little flat after that Lisbon victory. Um, this year we don't have to travel down there. Um, and hopefully we can get out of the gate a little better. You know, they really came out, um, at least on offense, you know, we, we scored fairly easily on them in the first half of that game last year, but, but we, we couldn't get our defense off the field. So, um, they were well prepared. And like I said, I think he can really trend in the right direction. So, um, you know, those are going to be two big games, you know, we, we got to see what we can do down at Waffle, but those, those first two home games, I think by that point, you're, you really kind of, um, set your course for that district, uh, just district run and, and trying to get yourself at the top. So um, it'll be fun. I think we're going to have really good crowds again this year at home. I think there's there's going to be continued excitement for the for these home games, and then you know hopefully you guys can get to one of them too. Well, Scotty. 
Well, coach, I can tell you right now, I'm getting to more than more than one for sure. Uh, we'll see which ones shake out, but man, I agree. The crowd there was amazing last year. I didn't really know what to expect. I had not been to a game in Columbus all these years, you know, until uh, I, I want to say it was the third week or so last season. And man, it was uh, it was wall to wall. Stands were full. You got kids and parents sitting on the hill. People running around everywhere. Remind me of growing up back home in Illinois on a Friday night where basketball, or I should say football, uh, was king, you know, and uh, everybody in the community came out because we didn't have nothing else to do, and we had some pretty high-quality teams over there. But uh, that that was some nostalgia for me. I'll definitely be there uh, as much as I can be. I'll be following Waco, too, and Winfield. I think we've got a handful of teams. I don't know if you agree. In Southeast Iowa, that'll make some pretty serious runs. You guys are one of them. Um, it's it's going to be an exciting fall, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of really good football here in Southeast Iowa throughout the classes. So, um, you know, a guy like you uh, that, that's looking for somewhere to go on Friday nights, you, you're going to be pretty fortunate this year. I think you're going to have plenty to choose from. Well, uh, Coach, you got um, – you got – you're alternating home games and away games the rest of the season, but I'm going to stay with these away games. Uh, uh, towards the end of the season, you're going to, to Riverside to play Highland, and then you're going to go down to Van Buren uh, County. Um, you know, <laughs> Riverside's been struggling, <laughs> but eventually they're going to, you know, they got nowhere to go but up. And then uh, this Van Buren County team, they, they can be uh, awful and they can be excellent. Uh uh, and they can be really good on one week and not really good on the next, but uh, uh, they got to be throw. Uh, Van Buren County uh, might throw a, a, a wrench in your monkey there. Sure, yeah. You know, like I said, Highland. You know, I think they're going to continue to get better. Uh, I, I, they definitely had some improvement uh, throughout last year. You know, they were a much better team there at the end of the year than when, when we played them in week two. So, um, you know, we got to travel to their place again, um, and you know, they'll be excited. Uh, for that matchup, no question about it. And then Van Buren, you know, like you said, I, I, I think they were much improved last year over, over the previous couple of years. Um, and that's a, that's a decent, decent trip, you know, in terms of, you know, probably an hour long trip for us to get down there. Um, you know, last year, I'll, I'll, I'll point to peak and again, another hour long trip and we kind of come off the bus a little flat. So we've got to make sure we correct that this year. And, um, you know, I, I, I think Van Buren's going to, you know, I haven't really looked at their roster. You know, they weren't even in class A last year, so I haven't looked at much of much with them. And, but, uh, I, you know, I know that they were improved. I know the record was better than it had been. Um, so there's, there's probably some excitement brewing down there and, uh, you know, it's a home game. So they're probably going to be looking for, you know, to, to, to make it a longer trip home for us. So. Yeah, that'll probably be, uh, uh, you know, either teams, you know, going to want to win that to get, to the playoffs that might be a that actually might be a big game there second to last uh, well go ahead scotty you got another one well uh, just a quick comment coach you can give me your thoughts as well i, I remember when danville split from the co-op with uh, new london years ago and uh, a kid i used to play basketball against at the rec center all the time uh, took over dustin kirkland and actually led danville uh, to a little bit of success I think they made playoffs once or something like that. Uh, they got a little traction going, and then it seemed like the, the program disappeared. Do you know anything about them coming into this fall? Have they been building something from, say, youth programs or anything like that, or are they just starting from scratch? Uh, you know, the, the most I can tell you uh, is, is they've continued to have their junior high program, and, and they ha we've played them in junior high. 
Okay. Uh, and they've had some nice junior high teams. Uh, I'm, I'm not terribly surprised that, that they're not trying to, to get their program going like they are because um, I, I've seen a couple of their junior high teams come up here to Columbus and, and, and beat us and, and play very well. I think they've got a good group of, of, of athletes and, and uh, I don't think that they're, I think they're going to be good. You know, I, I really truly mean that. Uh, and especially, you know, we play them at the end of the year. Um, you know, they might be a team you might want to kick, might want to catch early in the season. Right. You know, when they're really trying to, to, to get a feel for what they're doing. But uh, I think they'll be a good team. You know, I really do. And, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, just based on what I've seen from their junior high teams over the past few years, um, you know, I think that they're they they they're, they're probably excited to, to have their own program again. And uh, you know, I'm sure their community and their school district is as well. So that'll be an interesting one. Well, uh, there was only one one game left to talk about since you talked about that, uh, Danville. But this Eliza Muscatine, uh, um, uh, Scotty, I don't remember him having a lot of success last year, but I did uh, see him play basketball, and they had a, a Northrop kid, and uh, he was fantastic. And they they have a lot of big wide bodies on that basketball team, and they and they had some success this year. Uh, uh, what are we looking at, Eliza Muscatine? Are they up and coming? I, you know, they're, they're, I believe they're getting a new coach. Uh, I don't know that for sure. Um, that's what I've been told, and I don't know if they've if they've hired anybody or not. But that, that kind of makes it a wild card, you know. And and I'm not really sure. Um, you know, they, they had the day kid was an excellent football player last year. I believe he graduated. Or he will have graduated. Um, but they had a lot of younger kids that got a lot of snaps. Um, so, and that's a rivalry game. I mean, goodness, that's, uh, I don't care who's up or who's down. That's a big game for both schools. It'll be an exciting one. Um, you know, and, and I just, I, I like those local games, you know, whether it's Wapolo or L&M when, when there's something, uh, you know, something more on the line where communities like ours, you, you see people that live in the left area all the time and, and, and you, or you're interacting with people from Wapolo a lot. You know, I, I, some of my coaches, uh, guys on my staff, work with a lot of people from those communities. So uh, it's close-knit area, and so it, it adds a little more importance to winning those games because you see those people. Um, so fun rivalry. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, we'll, we get them at the end of the year, so we'll have time to kind of get some film on them and see what they're doing based on, on a new staff. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I think it's just – I think I mentioned this when districts first got announced. It's it's a it's a neat thing for me growing up here in Columbus, and, and you know I used to go to games as a little kid. My dad was a teacher, and we would we would walk up to every single game. Uh, and you know back then, Columbus was playing Mediapolis and Wapolo and L&M and Pekin and Highland. You know those are those are the teams that were our old Southeast Iowa conference. So. It's kind of a neat thing when I look at that schedule. It takes me back to, to when I was younger because you see those familiar teams, and um, I, I'm I'm just happy to be a part of it again this year. I, I'm just so excited to to get to that point where we can really start, you know, putting pieces in place and and, and getting things ready to go. Um, I know right now our our focus right now is just uh, supporting these track boys and this track team. It's gosh, they're having a heck of a season. Um, you know, if anybody out there is is looking to to see some see some speed uh, and see some good quality uh, relay races and 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 some field events, get to a Columbus track meet. I know our home our home meet's May first on Monday. It's a big meet. Um, 
our football boys are doing a lot of good things, as are the rest of the track team. So, um, but yeah, we're looking we're looking forward to getting into the summer and, and getting some camp stuff going and and all that good stuff. I'm 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 excited for it. All right, Scotty, uh, I think we've been talking to him long enough. Uh, let's just wrap it up with one more question. <laughs> Well, just piggyback on what Coach said. Yeah, the every headline you see involving Columbus track is uh, them winning. It <laughs> seems like so far. And and you know what? This is crazy, but I don't think we had track when I was in high school back home, so I don't really know much about it. But uh, yeah, I, I think if anybody, and this goes for soccer too, you know, get out and support these kids doing the spring sports because they, if it isn't their sport, they're honing skills that they're going to be. You know, using on the football field probably Friday nights here in the fall, and uh, um, Columbus has definitely got uh, a lot of speed out there on the track. And uh, I'm hoping I can catch one somewhere if they end up uh, coming to Washington or maybe even Wayland or something. I haven't looked at any schedules yet. Do you, know, you have any idea on that, Coach? Well, we did run at Washington early in the year. I, 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 Washington does one of those early, at least the one we go to. They may do more than one, but we go to their the earlier one um and as far as waco i'm not really sure yeah. i don't know much about the, i just know that i work the home meets and i and i know our, our wildcat relays is monday may 1st so um i'm looking forward to that one for sure i, I could definitely get over there maybe uh if i put it in the old uh schedule here <laughs> <laughs> all right coach uh um i i i'll pick it back a little bit on what uh scotty said about they didn't have a track team Hell, I'm so old that when I played uh, uh, high school sports, girls played six on six, and there was no three-point shooting line at all uh, in basketball. But uh, um, and now just a little uh, joke on myself as being an old man, but uh, uh, there's a lot of coaching jobs open, and you have a great coaching staff. Do you have uh, – uh, do you live in fear that one of these coaching uh, uh, staffs are open? Uh, might call one of your assistants, and and if they did, who do you have that would really be a good head coach? Well, you know, I, I'm I am very very fortunate to be surrounded by a, a group of guys. They're they're excellent coaches. They're they're good guys. Um, you know, I I grew up with a lot of these guys. Um, I shared a football locker room with a number of those guys. Um, so it's just, it's made it so much more fun, you know, to, to be able to have that experience with these guys. Um, it, and it's a big group. Um, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're adding, officially adding Raul Amagon this year onto the staff. He's been doing so much for, for the boys, uh, you know, in the weight room and, and he helped out in junior high football last year. And so we're going to, we're bringing him on board. So we've got, you know, we've got myself and then eight assistants and they all do an excellent job. Um, and you know, I I don't know if, if any of those coaches, if any of the coaches on our staff wanted to be a head coach and wanted to leave, I would support it 100 um, percent and do anything I could to help them out. They're they're just they're just great guys. I, I it, it makes it so much more meaningful to me to, to to be surrounded by guys I grew up with and, and guys I genuinely like and and you know. Um, and I think the players see that. I think they see how much we all care. We're all Columbus guys. Uh, I, I love surrounding myself with Columbus guys and, and you know, everything from the guys in the booth and the guys announcing and our trainer, everybody's a Columbus guy. Uh, and, and I just love that. It makes it, it makes it so much more enjoyable to me. And, um, the, the whole staff, you know, I, I can just run down the list. Jason Wecking, he calls our defense. Um, you know, you got Kelly Zuna. Kelly Zuniga, he's one of our line coaches, does an excellent, excellent job. 
Um, again, I mentioned Raul Amagon. He's going to be helping with some defensive back and, and, and running backs and just kind of wherever we can find a spot for him. You've got Travis White, who, who does a lot of offensive line stuff and, and certainly helps me with some offensive stuff. His brother Andy, another excellent line coach and just all around does a lot of good stuff for us. Uh, Jason Payne, Matt Storm, Jake McCullough. I mean, these are all guys that are putting time in, and most of these guys are volunteers. You know, these small schools, you don't have that many paid positions. So these guys are volunteering their time to come in, not only to, to, to try to, to do something to impact these players, but to kind of give back to the community and the school that they that they graduated from. So um, I, I just – I'm so blessed. I couldn't, I couldn't be uh, – in a better position, honestly, with, with what I have as a staff. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, if, if any of them wanted to be a head coach, I, I, I wouldn't blame a school for one to, to take any one of these guys that they know what they're doing. They're good guys and, and they're, they're doing things the right way. So, uh, hopefully I can keep them on as long as I, I can. Yeah. If I was a AD, I'd definitely be looking at some of those guys. I just, I really think that's, uh, um, not that other, other teams don't have, uh, uh, good coaches, but I don't know that as the whole that uh, your, your assistant coaches might do the most or, or might be the most important. I don't know, but, uh, or at least as, as much as anybody else's, uh, I think they're a big part of your success. Don't you? They, they are 100%. And I, and I've, uh, you know, I've tried to make this a group effort since, since the day I was hired. Uh, I have all the respect in the world for these guys and, and, and their opinions, and I and, and I want their voices to matter. I want the players to understand that their voices matter. If they say something, it doesn't have to be echoing what I've said. Uh, I try to give these guys all the freedom in the world, and, and in a lot of cases as a head coach, uh, the best thing I can do is to get out of the way at times and, and clear everything out of their way and let them do what they're good at, let them coach what they're good at, and let them teach what they know. Uh, and, and like I said, and kind of get out of the way. And I've really tried to do that. Um, you know, a lot of the decisions, certainly on Friday nights, I'm calling offensive plays and making just game decisions. And, and Jason Lefking is, is calling the defense. But don't think for a second that there isn't times that, that we're not asking for, hey, has anybody got a feel for something different? Is anybody seeing something different? You know, we're, we really do a good job, I feel, as, a, as an overall staff of communicating, not just throughout the week, but especially on those Friday nights. So, um I, I really love the, the vibe we have as a coaching staff. I really do. And, and after practices and after games, man, it's the ball to sit in the coach's office and everybody, you know, telling stories and laughing and, and just really enjoying themselves. So, um, yeah, it's a great staff, and, and they do a tremendous job. And, and you know, I, I'm fortunately the one that kind of gets to be called head coach. And, and uh, you know, uh, that can be good and bad, <laughs> certainly. Um, but uh, they make my job easier. And, and like I said, I try to do everything I can to make it easier for them as well. So very well, fortunate. Well, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about? And if you could briefly talk about the special teams, maybe the kitchen game or something, if there's any changes. You know, they're, they're probably one. You know, Gabe Zunig was a freshman last year. He did a lot of the kicking for us. Um, you know, he's going to continue to get better. You know, he's only a freshman. And uh, next year coming back as a sophomore, I, I really think he's going to have a nice sophomore season. You know, Jeffrey Hoback is our quarterback. Um, did most of our punting last year. Actually, I think he, he was the only guy that punted for us all, all season long. So uh, we'll kind of see what we're going to do there. I'm not positive how we're going to – approach that but you know we'll find somebody when we need to punt that, that can kick the ball away for us and uh 
you know, t- special teams uh, in terms of returning, you know, it, you're not going to replace Tristan Miller. He's first team all state kick returner. You're just not going to replace him. But, you know, we've got Caden. We can throw back there. Uh, you know, Riley's capable. Riley had a kickoff return. I believe uh, I believe it was maybe in the Lisbon game. I'm not sure which game it was, but he had a kick return. Um, so we've got some boys that can catch the ball and run with it. So special teams, um, very important. But I don't see a whole lot of massive changes, uh, you know, necessarily going into next year. Well, thank you, Coach Lackwell, for being with us, talking some Columbus uh, Wildcats football. Scotty. Uh, I can't thank you enough. You had such great questions to this, and uh, uh, I, I thank you for your time there, Scotty. Well, thanks for uh, having me on, Coach Lekwa. Sometimes I don't have questions. I'd rather just bounce ideas off and hear what you have to say. <laughs> I, like to, I like to pick a coach's brain a little bit. It helps me understand what's going on a little bit better. Well, Scotty Melvin may be everybody's favorite fan. Uh <laughs> I am a fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Well, we've talked long enough. Thank you for being with us, Coach. All right. Thanks for having me on again, Dave. All right. Bye. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.